and welcome to another episode of For You From Eve. We are back with another For You Friday episode. It is the weekend and today in New Jersey, which if you follow me, you know that's where I live. The roads are so bad today where my campus actually was closed. I didn't have class today anyways, but the roads are super, super icy because it's been raining this whole week and now it's like so cold out that that rain is just turning into ice. So we're all basically stuck inside of our homes today. And last weekend, we were stuck inside of our homes Friday and Saturday night because of the snow. And now this weekend, we're going to be stuck inside of our homes because of the ice. And it's so aggravating because, you know, you work so hard during the week that you look forward to your weekends and you're like, yes, I could finally go out. I could finally see my friends, all these things. And all of a sudden, the weather has different plans for you. Obviously, if you live in a different area that isn't New Jersey or New York, you cannot relate to this. But today's episode is going to be all about money doesn't buy happiness, being overworked in school, in your job. I feel like after quarantine ended, a lot of us stopped working from home and maybe that made our schedules more busy, maybe more overwhelming, especially with school. I feel like with online school, I was getting my work done, but it didn't really feel like I was a student. It didn't feel like I had to get my work done. It didn't feel like school was a priority because I was just doing it online and it was busy work, I guess. It didn't I didn't feel like I was learning anything. I wasn't really grasping the confirmation, I mean, the information correctly. And now that I'm back in in person classes, it was really, really overwhelming the first two weeks. It's, I'm in my third week right now. It was really overwhelming the first two weeks because I just felt like I couldn't catch up. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's so many assignments. And when you're in person, I feel like you kind of get more assignments and you need more participation and you're spending the time commuting and walking around campus and your breaks in between class. There's just so much more going on. And so recently I've been getting a lot of direct messages from you guys saying I'm being so overworked in my job, in my nine to five, in school. I don't know how to prioritize rest. I don't know how to prioritize balancing and time blocking and all these things. So I asked you guys on Instagram, let me know what you need help with when you are being overworked in the workplace. And I will sit down with you guys and I will write down my best tips. So yesterday I went through Instagram and I wrote down everything that you guys needed help with, needed advice on, and we're going to go through it today. So if you're listening to this and you are in that boat, just know there are so many, so many other people who are also in the same exact position as you. So we will be going through all these. I wrote down my favorite tips to help you guys out. And I'm really excited for this episode because I'm a very firm believer in doing what makes you happy and how if something isn't making you happy, it isn't worth it and just like weighing out your pros and cons. For me personally, even with this podcast, I know this podcast makes me so, so happy, so much happier than any part-time job and probably than any full-time job ever will, which maybe I can't say for sure since I've never worked a full-time corporate job, but I just know how happy this podcast makes me and that's why I pursue it so much. So that's kind of what I want to talk about today that is my mindset, but at the same time, I'm going to play both sides. So the first advice I got asked is the importance of rest and balance. And at the bottom, like at the end of the day, if you are not getting enough sleep and you are not letting your mind wind down and your body wind down, it's going to be harder for you to even keep up with your job and get done tasks that you want to get done. So if you're at a point where you're waking up super early to work and then you're falling asleep super late because you had to work super late and you're not getting in your hours of sleep and you're not prioritizing, oh, this is how many hours of sleep I need to get. You're going to wake up and it's just this endless cycle of waking up and doing things where if it's Friday and you look back at your week, you probably won't even really remember your week that much because everything was just a habit. Everything was a routine. You're going to be like, oh yeah, that's what I did this day and this happened. And it really is just 
a point in your life where it's just the cycle. That's just you wake up, you do your job, you go to sleep. That's it. These are the only things that you're incorporating into your routine. If you are not prioritizing your sleep, you will not be able to balance any other priorities that you have in your life. The biggest thing with this episode is going to be your priorities. I know you have a job. I know you have school, but what are your priorities besides that? Is health a priority? Is family and friends a priority? Is your side hustle a priority? Figure out what your priority is aside from your job and aside from school, what is something you need to focus on? I need to focus more on my faith. I need to focus more on my health and moving my body. I need to focus more on my friends or my significant other. Like These are things that I also prioritize that I don't want my job to consume. I don't want my job to be a reason that I lose these things or that I lack these things. So the importance of rest and balance, balance is all about your priorities. You need to weigh out your priorities and you need to see, you know what, I'd rather have this than that. So I'm going to put this before that. So just being able to list out your priorities, what's important to you and figuring out a way to put it into your schedule. And as for rest, like I said, you will not be able to complete your job if you do not have enough hours. And this is how you will burn out. You will completely burn out from your job if you are not letting your mind and your body rest. We are human beings. We are not robots. We are not meant to. There's not an on and off button for us to function and be productive. At the end of the day, there's work that has to be done because you are in a position that one day you prayed for this position and now you are in this position and you're kind of at a point where now what, right? It's like, okay, now I'm in this position and I don't even like it and I can't even make time for it. You cannot let this job consume you or else you will lose those other priorities. And I can promise you that those things will slip away and you'll be like, wow, I just realized like I actually haven't worked out in a week or I haven't picked up my Bible in a month because all I've been thinking about is how much this job stresses me out. And when I think of my outlets on what I can do to get rid of this stress, I don't incorporate my priorities into it. So you need to rest or you will fully burn out and not get your tasks done and you need to balance your priorities. The next thing is how to remember that happiness and health is a priority. I feel like when you are so fully consumed by a job, you do forget the things that you have and you kind of take them for granted. Like you take for granted the fact that you wake up healthy because all you're focused on is how stressed out your job is making you. You forget the things that made you happy. So you need to think to yourself, why do you want to be happy? Why do you want to be healthy, right? Before you began this job or before you began going to med school or PA school, whatever school you guys are kind of going through, what was important to you before this position? Before you started working at this job, what were you prioritizing in your life? Were you prioritizing, you know, moving your body and your health and your fitness? Were you prioritizing a side hustle? Were you prioritizing a person? What was important to you before this job or school? What did you make time for? Write those things down and see how much you prioritize them now, right? Before you started this job, write the top five things you prioritized. Now add this job into your life, right? I, this is what I want you to do. I want you to write down the top five things you prioritize before this job. So you could say family and friends, faith, working out, side hustle, significant other, right? Those are five things you prioritize before this job. Give yourself a score, one to 100%, like you would give yourself on a test, zero to 100%, how much time and effort you put into it before this job, right? To add up to 100. Now add your job into it. Now give yourself a score and see the difference of, wow, I used to spend 80 per, or 60% of my time with my faith and now all of a sudden I'm spending 10% because I'm so consumed by my job. These are things that you need to focus on because 
these were things that you prioritized, not because you were told to and not because you had to, because you wanted to, because it made you feel whole, because it made you feel happy. So you need to figure out what was I prioritizing before I started this position? Am I spending enough time with my family? Am I spending enough time moving my body? Am I spending enough time with my faith? Am I giving myself mental health breaks? Am I taking my vitamins? Am I going on walks? Am I getting my daily sun? Like whatever it is, these are things that you prioritized before you were in this position. So just because you're in this position, you need to look back and be like, wait, I don't even do that anymore or I don't even think about that anymore because I don't have time to think about anything else. So remembering that happiness and health, at the end of the day, everyone wants to be happy in their life. No one wants to be miserable. It's no one's goal to be miserable, right? And everyone wants to be healthy. Everyone wants to live a long, healthy, happy life. I think that when I read that how to remember health is a priority, I thought of you know moving your body and eating foods that are good for you and taking mental health breaks and just doing mental health, physical health, emotional health activities. So, you know, remembering that it's a priority and I'm going to talk about managing your time and all that stuff, but remembering that those things are priority is wondering, is thinking to yourself, why do I want that? Why do I want happiness in my life? And why do I want health in my life? Why do I want a good relationship in my life? Why do I want good friends in my life? Think to yourself why you want these things. Once you have your reasoning as to why you want these things, they're going to be a priority because they're not going to be worth losing over anything. And you're going to remember, these are things that I wanted, that I had and wanted before my job. These are things I prioritized before my job or before my school. Why am I all of a sudden going to let it slip away? And as much as you tell yourself, I don't have time to think about these things. I don't have time to think about these things. You make time for what you want to make time for. And if this is truly a priority to you, you will focus on it. At the end of the day, no job or school is worth your health or worth your happiness. The next question I got, how can I manage my time better? If you are a full-time student, full-time worker, whatever you're busy with, and you do not use a calendar or a planner, I don't know how you do it because I I have to use it. I use my Google Calendar. My Google Calendar is probably my favorite planning tool. I have a physical planner, and my physical planner is more for like in-detailed assignments, but Google Calendar is exactly what you need. You need to start time blocking everything. And when I say you need to time block everything, time block everything. So with Google Calendar, like this isn't sponsored. This is just, I use it so much. You can color coordinate everything. So you can color coordinate your tasks, your events. So any appointments that you have can be in red. Any events that you have like birthdays or dinners can be in blue. Any meetings you have can be in pink. Time block every single thing. This will kind of stop things from being a constant cycle and it'll see what you have time to incorporate into your daily routine. So if you're like, oh, I have these meetings Wednesday, but I have a 30 minute break, I'm gonna go for a walk that 30 minute break. I'm gonna do a little workout for that 30 minute break. I'm gonna call a friend during that 30 minute break. You realize that you have little time blocks to go grocery shopping, cook a meal for yourself, all these things, because now you're prioritizing your time. So you're kind of able to see that. So a hundred percent, if you can't really, if you're not well at managing your time, because there's just so much going on, definitely look into Google calendar, look for a physical planner, get sticky notes, get all those organizational tools, because as much as you're like, oh, people just like it for the aesthetic, they really do help. And they are good constant reminders. And for me, there's, I, there's no way I balance a podcast school, all these things with just like remembering them. Like people are always like, oh my God, live in her planners. But I don't know how people remember things without planning them out or without writing them in a calendar. I physically will forget. So some things that you can time block in your schedule, like I said, are meetings, appointments, assignments, if you're in school, events like birthdays and dinner, 
Time block your workouts, time block errands, and time block a mental health check. So a time of the day where you're going to meditate or journal or go on a walk. And once you have this calendar or this planner, whichever one you kind of decide, you're going to be able to see how much time that you're just like mindlessly doing something and that you actually have time for something else in your day. And like you list out your priorities. Like I said, this whole episode is about priorities, right? If you wanted to, you would. So list out your priorities, figure out, you know, I have that 30 minute break. I could either spend that 30 minute break going for a run or I could spend that 30 minute break journaling, which, which would help me today. Which do I want to prioritize today? Figure that out, right? These are things you have to do for yourself. Next question I got is how to separate school and social life. So I'm, I understand kind of shutting yourself out for a little bit to focus on yourself. And I've done this before where I remember for like maybe like a month and a half, three months, I was just in this like zone where I only wanted to focus on myself. I was really busy with my podcast. I was really busy with my school. I was really busy with my part-time job. And I was just at a point where I was like, I don't have time to just like be there for everyone. I don't have time to go out. I don't have time to answer my group chats. And I remember just putting all my social media on like no notifications, all my group chats on do not disturb. My Snapchat was deleted. Um, I had TikTok just to like, you know, promote my podcast, but I put my notifications off for TikTok, for Instagram, for Twitter, deleted my Snapchat. All my group chats were on do not disturb. And I just was at this point where I was like, I, this is the time I need to focus on myself. I need to shut myself out and I just need to work on me. I need to focus on my schoolwork. I need to focus on my podcast. I need to focus on getting an internship this summer. There's too many, too much to focus on and I just need to make it about this. And for a month and a half to about three months, I don't really remember how long it was. I just completely shut myself out. And I feel like maybe that's okay to do for a little bit of time if there's a lot you need to work on. But at the same time, if I've learned anything, do not shut yourself out from people who make you super, super happy. If you're shutting yourself out from people who don't kind of prioritize you or people who don't make you feel good or make you feel happy, I understand that better. But I was shutting myself down from everyone and I don't recommend it because the people who do support you and do make you happy, you shouldn't be shutting yourself out for them, right? So I think that at the end of the day, you're going to make time for who you want to make time for. There's no excuse as to what you can and can't do because you're going to get it done if you want to get it done. So I think if you time block and plan out your days, like, okay, Monday, like for me, for example, Monday through Fridays, I don't really see anyone. I'm in classes all day. Then after classes, I go to the gym and then I come home from the gym, I eat dinner and I shower and it's bedtime. Like I'm Mondays, my first class starts at 8 a.m. So I wake up at like 6 a.m. I'm in classes from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. I'm on campus from 8 to 6. I don't see anyone. Um, I don't meet up with friends. Like I'm literally just doing schoolwork the whole day. And then straight at 6 p.m. I go to the gym, come home from the gym, eat my dinner, shower. The days that I don't have class, which I have class three days out of the week, I'm recording a podcast. I just went into the city this Wednesday to record with a guest. I'm always just doing something, whether it's involving my school or my podcast. And I love to get it all done during the week. I feel like I have a part, a full-time job. And I feel like my podcast and school are both full-time things that I'm constantly doing and constantly thinking about. And even though I'm not living that typical nine to five corporate job that some people would be like, oh, you don't get it. Like you work for yourself. Like you don't understand what it's like to wake up every day and do this. And it's because I built that life for myself. And yes, I'm still kind of at the beginning area of it, but I think that I understand things that people in corporate don't understand. You know what I mean? So 
Like I said, I like to make Monday through Fridays all about me, getting everything done, my school, my podcast, my working out, all my errands, and then I leave my weekends basically free, like pretty much free. Sometimes I'll throw a podcast recording in Saturday morning. Sometimes I'll have to edit a little bit on Saturday. But Friday night, all of Saturday, all of Sunday, I try to get done everything I have to get done during the week. Even if I have to stay up a little bit later, like yesterday, I stayed up till about 1.30 just preparing for this podcast, preparing for my guest podcast. I had so much to get done because I knew today I had to edit something else. So I was like, you know, it's Friday, it's Thursday, the weekend's tomorrow. I could just, you know, put this off until Saturday or something, but I want to have my weekend. I want to have my weekend open for my boyfriend and for my friends and for my family. Like I want to have that open and free. So I have to work really hard Monday through Friday in order to get that done. So I think separating school and social life, like I said, is time blocking, figuring out, okay, this day I should really study, but then this day I'll be free. So when the school year gets a little bit more busy, like finals week, I normally spend my weekends studying because I am also balancing a podcast. So yeah, I I like to kind of try to balance like, okay, maybe Sunday from 9 a.m. till 1 p.m. I'll study, but then after that, I'll go hang out with my friends. So make sure you're time blocking and prioritizing and figuring out like a Google calendar or something. And once you kind of plan out your time and you make the most of your time, you'll be able to see your friends more. I can promise you that. Like I understand what it's like to be very busy in school, but at the same time, I promise that you can prioritize it as long as you figure out what days and seeing your friends one to two times a week is still amazing. And I think that's very normal for a lot of people. So, and I think you you definitely can make it work, right? The next thing I got, is it worth staying in a job that makes you good money but is not a passion of yours and doesn't make you happy? To be really honest, I think just by asking this question, you're answering your own question, right? Like, is a paycheck worth your happiness? Are the things that you're using with that paycheck worth your happiness, right? So getting a paycheck is comforting. It's it's like makes us feel stable. It makes us feel at peace. We know where our next paycheck is coming from. We don't think about the process that we go through to get that paycheck. We're just thinking, okay, I just got a really nice check. Now I could pay this off and now I could do this for the summer because I have money to back me up. So it's very, very, very comfortable. And we're happy with what we're making and happy with what we can do with that money, but we're miserable in the process of it, right? Sit back to yourself. If you're in this position where you're at a job that's making you amazing money and giving you amazing benefits, but you are so unhappy in this job and you're realizing that it's not even your passion, I want you to stick back to yourself and just think, when was the last time that I was happy, right? Like happy, happy with what I was doing, happy with the people I was surrounded by. When was the last time that I was like, wow, I love my life, right? Take yourself back to that feeling of happiness and think, is getting rid of everything I have now worth that feeling, right? Like, is it worth going back to that? At the end of the day, and this is an American thing, honestly. So if you're not from America, I don't, I think you'll understand it still. But in America, we live to work, right? If you go to Europe, people in, and I know I have a lot of people in that live in Europe that listen to my podcast, you guys work to live. Like you work so that you could go on a nice vacation and you work so that way you could get a nice dinner and go somewhere nice with your friends. In America, we live to work. We like we live to 
make the most amount of money, to invest in the most amount of things, to be at the top tier of our job. That is what we do in America because that is just how we were raised to live. And because of that, people are so unhappy at dead end jobs because they just think, I just want to be up there and up there and up there. And they, when they get up there, they realize that they're not even happy being up there, right? It's like, is the paycheck worth it, right? So when if you're at a position right now and it's not your passion and it doesn't make you happy but it's bringing in good money what is your passion is there a passion that you're hiding from is there somewhere else that you want to work but maybe you're a little bit scared that you're not ready for your passion yet and that's why you're kind of settling into this other job that's making you good money is because your true passion you're thinking i'm not good enough for it yet i'm not ready for it i think this happens a lot with side hustles right so whether you're really into podcasting, writing, singing, dancing, whatever it is that you're super into, we think to ourselves because we're going to do it on our own, we're not good enough for it. And there's so much that we have to prepare before we do this. I get so many questions and DMs from girls that are like, I want to start my own podcast, but I'm scared and I don't know how to start. And everyone's like, what advice would you give? And it's to just start. You cannot be afraid of working for yourself, right? You have to have, you have to be very, very motivated and work driven to work for yourself because everything is on you at the end of the day. Everything depends on you. So maybe you're staying at this job because there's something else that you want to do, but you don't think that you can do it yet. You're like, I don't think I'm ready to do that. And if I'm not ready to do it, I'm going to disappoint myself and that's not going to be my passion anymore. And it's just going to be something that I hate. If you asked me personally, I was. I've, I've only worked part-time jobs, right? Like I, I've never worked a full-time job that was making me crazy good money. But at the end of the day, you need to figure out what am I prioritizing? Where's my passion? Am I really that miserable at this job? If you're currently in school and you're like working a part-time job that's making you good money, but it's taking up way too many hours and it's kind of taking your focus away from school, it's completely removing your social life and removing your self-care and your relationship with yourself I think that a support system financially isn't worth it, in my opinion. And look, at the end of the day, everyone has different priorities. My priorities is my happiness. And if I was at a job that was not making me happy, I would leave. I've left a lot of part-time jobs because I was just unhappy in the environment. I was unhappy with my boss. I was unhappy with what I was doing. And I just was, I'm not settling for this. Like, I have all these amazing qualities and all these amazing things that I offer. Why am I settling at a job that I don't even like? Why? Because I'm getting a paycheck. I understand that it could be very comforting to get a paycheck, but also at the same time, what's more comforting than being happy with what you're doing? So I think you kind of just need to figure out what do I want to do in this life? Like who do I want to become in this life? Figure that out and figure out ways to become that person. Don't settle with who you are now. Don't stay in your comfort zone of getting a weekly paycheck. You need to sit with yourself and be like, this is the life I want to live in the future. And you need to think to yourself, how am I going to work my way up to that lifestyle, right? Because think of the job you're in now. What's the top, top, top part of that job, right? Is that your end goal? Is that your dream life being at the top, top, top of that job? If it's not, then why are you wasting your time there? Figure out what your dream life, we have a lot of time in this world, but at the same time, why would you want to live another second of it not trying to become the best version of yourself? Why would you want to live another second of it not working towards your dream life, right? Figure out what you want at the end of the day. You know, if you were like, in 10 years, this is my perfect life. What can you do right now to start building up to that life? What can you do right now that in 10 years you will be waking up in that country you want to live in, with that person you want to live in, in that position you want to live in? Start working on that now. 
Okay. Start working on your future right now. Don't work at something that's just passing by and you're settling for. Find something that will benefit your future and that will benefit your dream life. Like what are we living for at the end of the day? It's like we're living for our own happiness. We're living for our dreams. We're living for our life that we want to live. You control the path, right? You control the path in your life. You control how things affect you. You control how you feel about situations. You control what your life is going to look like. I have this like kind of corny, a little bit corny quote. Um, I posted on my Instagram once, but it's, it's, and the dreams started chasing me, which is kind of just saying like, there was a point where I was chasing my dreams and saying all these goals. And I just started working on them so much that now my dreams are chasing me, right? Like what are your dreams and goals at the end of the day? Start working on that now. Start planning out. Like for me, my podcast, right? I would love to graduate college and just be doing my podcast because that's what's making me enough money and that's what's making me the happiest and that's what's keeping me on my own two feet. So what am I doing right now? I'm uploading episodes twice a week. I'm editing for 25 hours plus a week. I'm sending out all these emails. Like I'm putting in all the work now because that's what I want my dream life to be. I could quit this and I could get a part-time job that's paying me $20, $25 an hour and just work there three times a week and be miserable, but me making a lot of money. But that's not where my passion is. And that's not where I want to be in the future. So why am I going to waste my time with it? We have a quick little ad for my friends at Anchor. And I'm excited to throw this ad in because Anchor is actually how I started my podcast. And I get a lot of questions from you guys on how you can start your own podcast. And Anchor was honestly the easiest way for me to record, edit, and schedule my episodes. So I highly recommend using Anchor if you want to start your own podcast. This is your sign. Make sure you download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Let's continue with the episode. The next piece of advice I got was a DM and basically this girl told me I was working a full-time job, making a full-time income and just living a very luxurious life. I was able to afford vacations with my friends. I was able to afford my apartment. I was able to go out a lot and shop for myself a lot. And I decided to leave my job because even though the paychecks were coming in, the job wasn't making me happy. And I started to work on my side hustle, which her side hustle is social media And she just said, I'm not making as much money. How do I adapt to a different lifestyle? Because now I can't spend as much money because I'm not making as much money. Do I go back to my job because of the comfort? Do I kind of give up on my side hustle? Do I try to do – she tried to do both and it just wasn't working out. So my biggest advice – and my I love this quote. I love this quote. Your comfort zone will kill you. And that is so, so true, Right. A full-time job with a full-time income, it's going to make you feel safe. It's going to make you feel secure. It's going to make you be able to do things in your life that you kind of can't do without money, which is the way that this world works. Um, You'll feel comfortable. You'll know where your next paycheck is coming from, but at what expense, right? You can depend on yourself and you can depend on your job, but if you're not stepping out of that comfort zone, you're not growing as a person. You're not growing as a woman. So For example, staying in this job just because you know the commute, you know how to get there, you know the people that you work around, you know exactly what you're supposed to do, like you know your position, you know where your next paycheck is coming from, and you're able to afford all these things in life, all these shopping sprees that you want to go to, these vacations you want to go to. When you're on these vacations and when you're buying this stuff, you're like, oh my God, it's worth it. But when you're going into clocking into work every day, you're like, wow, miserable. Like I am miserable and it's not worth it. So I think that you should never give up on your side hustle if it's what you want to do. If it's truly your passion and something that you want to be successful at, you will be. 
And that's just the biggest fact of you will be successful if you want to be successful in that position. So I, I obviously am not going to tell you to go back to that comfort because I think that the only way to grow as a woman and the only way to be successful and just grow as a human being in general is to be out of your comfort zone and to do something that you're a little bit scared of. Right. And I think it's a really good way of kind of just testing yourself to be like, you know, is this really what I want? Am I really capable of this? Because when you're working for another company, you're building someone else's dream, right? You're building someone else's dream. You're working for someone else. And for me personally, I don't want to live my life working on someone else's dream. I want to work on my dreams. And for some people, that's what they want, right? Like some people are in amazing jobs and that's what they want and they're happy with it. And that's amazing. But some people are just settling so that they know where their next paycheck is coming from and they're able to afford things in their future. I think when you do work for yourself and you do kind of take that time and that bravery, I guess, and you take that leap to I'm quitting my job and I'm fully working on myself. And I know a lot of people, especially in the wellness and social media space that do this, a lot of people in the social media space do this where they leave their full-time jobs and while they're in their full-time jobs, they'll do social media like on the side and they'll see like, oh wait, this is actually a really good way of making income, making money. I'm sure that if I quit my job and fully prioritize this, then I'll be able to be very successful at it. And some people will quit their job and do that and be like, wait, I don't like doing this full-time. I don't like working for myself. I don't like getting all these like I don't really have that motivation when I'm working for myself because obviously when you're working for another company, you have to get things done. Whereas when you're working for yourself, it's kind of just like you get done what you want to get done. You could kind of do whatever you want to do and that can be a little bit scary. So I think that if this is really your passion, if this side hustle is really what you want your life to be, you keep working on it and you keep doing it until it is successful and you take the big jumps and you know that money that you were using that you were making from your other job invest it in yourself invest it in your future company you know invest it in who you can become you know don't just invest it in the clothes you can currently wear and the places you can currently go invest it on where you can live in the future invest it in the brand that you've always wanted to create it's never, you're never going to start making money right away doing what you love. You know, like even with this podcast, you're going to lose money, right? You're going to lose money on, like, I'm just saying my podcast, for example, because that's like all I really know, but you're going to lose money on podcast equipment, on renting out studios, on all these like editing apps and software and all this stuff. So all of this stuff, you're going to be down in the beginning for the first few months, maybe even the first year, you're going to be down, right? But if you keep going with it and you are consistent with this passion, you will be successful in it. And that is just a straight fact. Like you will be successful if you are consistent and if it is, if it is what you love. So I think right now you're probably just at a point where you're like, okay, I was making a lot of money and I was able to do this. I definitely recommend organizing your finances. So like write down every single thing you spend money on and write down every single place you make income. I feel like when in social media – it's definitely really smart to write down everywhere you make your income because you make your income from such different brands and different outlets that it's better to kind of keep track of. So just write down every single place that you make money, every single place that you spend your money and see like, okay, now that I'm not making as much money, I have to cut down cut down on how much I spend on dinners a week or or do like every month. So how much dinners I spend, how much I spend on dinners, how much I spend on my clothes, how much I spend on vacation. Like these are things that I have to cut down on and maybe I'll have to cut down for like a year or three years. But after that, like I'll be financially free because I'll be doing what I love and I promise you it's going to be worth it in the end. In the end, if you are doing what you love, 
and you are happy doing it, you will be successful in it. The next thing is how can I, this is the last thing I'm going to answer. How can I be consistent with working out and eating healthy when I'm constantly on the go with school and work? Take baby steps. I feel like people think that if you want to work out, you have to work out for one to two hours. And they're like, oh my gosh, I was in like, I was at work from 8 a.m. till 8 p.m. And I can't, I can't go to the gym because I'm, I can't work out from like 8.30 to 10. And it's just like, where did we all of a sudden get this idea that working out only counted if it was for a long period of time? You can take the babyest step and do a five-minute workout every single day. It's not necessarily about oh my God, I want to look different. It's about feeling good, right? So find a workout that makes you feel good. I know running is like a big thing for a lot of people because it just has so many benefits. So find a workout that makes you feel good, whether it's strength training, running, going on a walk, cardio, cycling, boxing. There's so many workouts out there because if you want to incorporate working out into your daily routine and just shorten it, right? If you have, if you're working from home, obviously it's a little bit easier because you could kind of just take the time to go on a 20 minute walk, kind of not all, not everyone has that luxury even when working from home. But if you're able to take 20 minutes out of your day to go for a walk, walk your dog, put on a podcast and just go outside and walk, even if it's snowing out, even if it's raining, grab an umbrella, unless the weather is really, really bad and just go walk, like just go clear your mind, move your body. You're going to feel better when you come back. It's kind of just going to release a lot of tension, release endorphins, take baby steps, right? You don't have to all of a sudden be one to, doing one to two hour workouts every single day and trying to incorporate journaling and meditating and working out and eating healthy and lemon water and all these things into your daily routine right away. Figure out one thing every two weeks. So for two weeks, I'm going to drink one lemon water every day and journal, right? Those are two little things that I'm going to incorporate into my morning for two weeks. After that two weeks is done, it's going to become a habit. It's going to be something that you're doing if you do it strictly for two weeks. Then be like, I'm going to incorporate a 10-minute workout every single day. And then Saturdays and Sundays, when I have more time, I'll be able to do a 45-minute workout or a one-hour workout. But Monday through Friday, when I'm working, I'm going to incorporate a 10-minute workout into my daily routine. Figure that out, right? Like do that for two weeks. And then all of a sudden, these little things will become habits. So you have to start small because if you try to start big, you're going to burn yourself out. If you try to just do a million things at once, you're going to burn yourself out. For example, when I was starting to work out, um, like first getting into it, I was working out three to four days, or I did first, I did 21 days of just working out every single day for 21 days, but my workouts were anywhere from like 15 to 40 minutes, like 15 to like 30, 45 minutes. Not that long, not that crazy. So my workouts weren't super long and I was only doing it three to four days a week after the 21 days. So after the 21 days, I was working out three to four days a week for like 45 minutes each. Then all of a sudden I started working out five days a week for like an hour each. And now I work out five to six days a week, anywhere from like an hour to two hours. Not because I feel like I have to, but just because I love how I feel. I love the workouts and I just love working out. Like I just love sweating and getting like really fit and feeling really good. So, but I started small. I didn't all of a sudden just start doing two hour workouts six days a week because I wanted to incorporate working out into my daily routine. It took me over a year to get to this point of I love working out and I can spend this much time on it. So you need to stop thinking that you need to go big or go home in the beginning because that's not how you create habits. That's how you burn out. And it's better to just be consistent with it, incorporate it a little bit here and a little bit there. So that's like the biggest thing is we think we can't take baby steps. We think baby steps just like don't count, right? So that's all my advice 
for, you know, working a nine to five or working long hours and going to school and trying to prioritize. At the end of the day, figure out your priorities, time block, and just do what makes you happy. Like this life is too short to not be doing things that don't make us happy. This life is too short to not be building up to who, you know, we want to be. So that's just like my advice. And I know that I'm in a very different position from a lot of you that do work a lot of hours just because I am a student and I do have this podcast. When I think back to my most stressful time, it was definitely during Eve Miss because I remember during Eve Miss, it was finals week for school. It was posting an episode every single day. It was working a part-time job. Like there was a lot going on during that point where I was staying up till three o'clock in the morning, like four times a week just to get an episode up for the next day or just to finish an assignment or to complete a study guide. And I had to prioritize things over other things. Like I was like, I have to prioritize my podcast over this. I have to prioritize this final over this podcast episode. I remember I had COVID during that point. It was just like way too much was going on. And I remember that was like when I was most stressed and I had to sit back with myself and be like, I will burn myself out if I don't take a break. Like I can grind it out. But after this, I need to take a little bit of a break. I was posting once a week, I think, for like two weeks because I was just like, I need to calm myself down because I don't want this podcast to be something that I don't love doing. So sometimes you just need to sit back and you need to slow down, take the baby steps and just think to yourself, like, am I being true to myself? Am I being honest with myself, et cetera? So that is all my advice. I'm so proud of each and every single one of you who are focusing on your side hustles and doing what you love and working towards that because it can be scary to step out of your comfort zone, but it is worth it in the end, I promise. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you guys have a fun weekend. I really, really hope I'm able to get out of my house this weekend. As much as I love a self-care Friday night, I I don't want to be home this weekend. So we're going to see how that works out. But thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Stay tuned for Wednesday's episode. We have a guest on Wednesday's episode. Um, If you looked at my Instagram, I will be uploading with Ella Rose, who's Ella McFadden. But if you look on Instagram and TikTok, her name is Ella Rose. And I recorded a video of us. My camera was having so many issues, which is so aggravating. So I like recorded on my phone too. It's just, we're going to try to figure out the video on Spotify thing. So be patient with me. I am going to try and work that, but no matter what you're getting the, you know, the talking version. And I'm excited because I have podcasts lined up for the next, I think this whole month, I have a I have a guest every Wednesday this month coming up. So that's super exciting. Definitely look out for that. Thank you so much again for listening. I hope you have a safe and amazing weekend and I will talk to you on Wednesday. Mm-hmm.